Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions, helping to open your eyes to the many solutions to life's everyday challenges. We spend so much time looking for support and guidance on how to resolve the issues we face, it can be easy to get lost and overwhelmed. Join in as we provide practical and professional advice to help guide you towards overcoming your barriers and finding the hope that will reignite your passion and help you live a happy and healthy life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Dr. Pamela Jordan and Dr. Craig Dossman. Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. We're so happy that you would take the time to listen to this podcast. Uh, because of our title, we're, we're going to be answering questions from our listening audience might be. And these are questions from individuals just like you going through life and they're seeking advice. We want you to know in advance that I work with individuals and family. We provide counseling and therapy, but this is not a therapy session. This is just an opportunity for us to share with you our experience working with individuals, groups, and families. And we're just hoping that some of the advice that we share with you at this time will be beneficial. Welcome again. All right, so the first question reads, last week, my best friend, Lana, tried to kill herself. I'm not sure anyone else knows. Her brother beats her, and her mom yells at her for being ungrateful. I'm scared and don't know what to do. Signed, Anonymous. Well, how I would respond to Anonymous is that if your sibling or your friend is under 18 years of age, you're speaking about a very serious situation. Mm-hmm. And if I were you, I would get in contact with uh, either calling 911 or make a report to protective services in your area. Uh, they are organized to come to that individual You don't have to tell them your name or anything. You can be anonymous. But I think in this critical situation that it would be important that you would immediately call for help and they will make a decision once they come on the scene what they need to do to ensure that the individual that you love and you're concerned about can get help. Do you have anything else to share, Dr. Jordan? Yes, everything you said was extremely important for our listeners to make sure that you follow those guidelines. And I also would like to advise you if you can sit down with Lana and ask her if she feels comfortable possibly sharing with someone outside of the family the problems that she's having. It's extremely important that she is removed from the household that she's currently living in. As Dr. Dossman stated, if she is under the age of 18, if she has a great relationship with an aunt or a grandmother or grandparent, it's really good if she stays within the family setting, someone that she's familiar with, as opposed to get caught up in the state system where they may possibly pull her away from her home and the family that she's familiar with. So uh, it's best that you help Lana find um, another family member that she can potentially stay with. And as Dr. Dossman said, 
you will probably most likely need to contact 911 depending upon the age of the children, uh, the, the Alana and her brother, if he's abusing her or beating her in the house and he's over the age of 18, you know, that's extremely severe. But if it's sim- it's just sibling, you know, argument and, you know, um, tossing back and forth, you know, that there may need to be a, a need for counseling in the family that needs to take place. Um, but I definitely want to encourage you to sit down with her and possibly find another family member that she can stay with until they get these issues resolved within the household that she's currently residing in. Dr. Dossman? Yes, I agree so much, uh, Dr. Jordan, with what you shared. I, I also believe that if this were like in a setting like if they came to your office or my office, or if they were speaking to their their medical physician, or if this individual was a student at school, right. then they would be what we would call mandated reporters. That they would exactly. have the, they would have the responsibility based upon federal law to report any any matter of maltreatment or abuse. And uh, if, you know, there's no child, no child, we would agree that this would be a who's uh, mistreated. Uh, uh, so we're concerned about the safety, the well-being, um, and the stabilization of the child. I do agree with seeking to keep the child within the family context. But at the same time, our first concern is the safety of this child. And it would be best that if you care for your friend or, or, or your loved one, whatever relationship you have with them, that you would immediately either dial 911 or immediately call Children's Protective Services so someone can get out on the scene immediately and, and a check on the welfare of that child. I'm in an abusive relationship. I feel like I'm living in a nightmare. I used to think that the only way I would survive my situation would be if my abuser died. I don't know what to do. Please help. Once again, we're dealing with um, physical abuse, possibly mental abuse. And as we stated before, if you are experiencing any kind of abuse, whether it's within the confounds of Uh, your children or your sibling or your spouse or, or boyfriend or significant other, you know, we really want to encourage you to call 911, get out of that situation, um, immediately seek shelter someone somewhere else outside of that situation. Um, It's important that you also um, with being battered that you also um, get counseling for yourself so that you can uh, learn some skills um, to help you in situations regarding um, abuse. I know for myself, I uh, was being a, a mother and a wife. I was going through a issue with abuse with my husband. It was not always physical abuse, but it definitely was mental and verbal. And um, at times it got 
elevate it where it became uh, physically abusive. And I prepared myself. Um, It took me probably six months to prepare myself to plan an exit plan to leave the situation where um, I did not alert him that I was leaving, but I was able to exit the home safely and get myself and my son to a safe environment. Um, So I really want to encourage you to seek help, call 911 if necessary. For me, that wasn't an option because he was a police officer, but um, it is important that you uh, seek help and get, uh, whether it's through your church or um, a social organization that you're with, that you get help immediately. I agree, Dr. Jordan. Uh, this is a for me is a very serious topic, especially because I I don't know the the uh, the individual the listener did not identify uh, herself uh, uh, in terms of of uh, her culture or ethnicity, but I just want to just make a a a quick fact right quick that although African American women make up less than 13% of the United States population, they are 54% of all murders based upon intimate partner violence. Let me say that again. We only African-American females only make up 13% of the United States population, but there are over 54% of deaths caused by intimate partner violence. So if a person came to my office and told me about such a scenario, I would tell them, get out of that relationship immediately. Don't worry so much about that other person dying but your life, most of all, based upon statistics, is at risk. Um, there should be a plan. You need to have, if someone takes your phone, you need to have two cell phones. I would suggest cell phone to a neighbor or friend. Have a safety plan in place. Or a word that you will use if you're outside and if there's some danger, there's a certain word or term that your neighbor would know or friend would know to call the police. But in that situation, you should you should not stay in an abusive situation. But if you decide to stay, there has to be intensive first individual therapy. Then you would talk about coming together as couples. But I would never, ever offer um, a couple's therapy immediately because mm-hmm. of domestic violence, because that person will be there and he will feel intimidated. And maybe this situation will exacerbate itself instead of getting better, worse. But I would tell you to run for your life. Look, there are supportive services for you out there. You need to seek a friend, but never stay in a in an abusive relationship where your life is at risk. 
I completely agree. You know, and as Dr. Dossman said, um, it's definitely not wise to try to um, ask your spouse or significant other to do couples counseling. Um, that was something that um, I shared with a pastoral staff member at my church, what was happening within my household. And that's what they insisted on we doing. And it simply made the situation 10 times worse um, because it totally made him feel um, uh, demeaned and he it made him feel um, less empowered uh, sitting there having another person tell him how he should manage his household. And so I agree with Dr. Dossman 100%, you know, leave, get out of the situation, find an exit plan immediately, whether it's calling the police or whether it's getting out, uh, calling a friend and going to a neighbor, you know, make sure that you plan it and get out immediately. Again, we want to encourage you, right? Uh, to go onto our website and to ask the questions. And if you want to be anonymous, be anonymous. But the most important is that we want to be able to say that we were able to help. So again, thank you for listening to the broadcast. We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. For more information and resources, be sure to join us on Facebook to connect directly with your hosts, as well as others just like you who are looking for answers to life's challenging questions. You can find us at facebook.com slash answers to life's questions. Until next time.